Kiddushin daf nun zayin. We last started Mishnah on the top of nun vav amud bet, explaining that one is not allowed to be mekadesh with isurei hanah, things that you're not allowed to have hanah from. You're not allowed to be mekadesh with orla. The fruits of the first three years of a fruit tree, it says by Orla Aredim Lo Yachel, and it says Bekilea Kerem. We talked about crossbreed of of some other vegetable or fruit with a, with a grape. It says Penti Kadash, Pentu Kadesh, because you might have to burn it. Then we talked about Shor Haniskal, the ox that did something wrong, killed someone, has to be killed. And we learned you're not allowed to have any benefit, not even from the hide. And with that, we're going to start Nunzayna Abud Aleph. Nine lines in, the line starts the word Arufa. If a body was found dead between two cities, the elders of the closest city bring a, a small cow, a calf, and they kill it as a kapara. So if someone used that cow to be Mekadesh a woman, it's a sort of any benefit, and therefore she's not Mekodeshet. And the Gemara asks Menalan, how do we know that you're not allowed to have any benefit? Amre de Berbianai, because it says Kapara Ketiv It has to, it says Kapela Mechaisel, you have to have Kapara, and it's like Kekodashim. So it's comparing this Aglarufa to Kodashim. Kodashim, you're not allowed to have any benefit over here, not allowed to have any benefit either. Next, Sipore Metzora. If someone uses the birds that a Metzora brings to be Mechaper himself, to get his atonement, to be able to come into the Mahane. If someone uses that to be Mekadesh woman, she's not Mekudash. Menalan, how do we know that you don't have any benefit from these birds? The Tana Deber Bishmael Neemar Machshir Umchaper Bifnim. In regards to the Korbanot of a Mitzvah that have to be done inside the Beit HaMikdash, it says Machshir, it enables a person to eat Kodashim, it enables, and it also forgives. And also, in regards to what he has to do outside, it also says, enables the, the birds enable uh, the Mitzrayim to come to the Mahane. It also talks about the Kapara outside. Uh, in regard, there's certain Korbanot that are done outside, like the Aigla Arufa and the Sa'ira Mishaleh on Yom Kippur. So, in the same way, the Asham Metzorah and the rest of Korbanot that are come to, uh, to forgive, that are talked about inside the Beit HaMikdash area, the rules are the same. There's no difference between Asham Metzorah and other Ashamot. So the same thing, the korbanot that we do outside, whether it's the birds of the mitzvah that we have to send away, or whether it's the sayyim, mishtamele, hanagla, arufa, have the same dinim, and they're both asur b'hana, and you cannot use them to, to be mekadesh a woman. Itmar. The birds of a mitzvah, at what point do they become asur? Rabbi Yohanan Amar Mishat Shaita, when Rabbi Yohanan says when, when they're slaughtered, when you buy them, when they're taken. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Mishat Shaita, Shaita hu de Asrala, Shaita makes it asur, because Ma'igla Arufa, and we're going to learn this from the same rules as Ma'igla Arufa, Ma'igla Arufa. Mehayim, the Aglarufa is a surf to have any benefit from it while it's still alive, like any other Kodashim. Same rules. Now that have any benefit, Mehayim, while it's still alive. Now the Gemara has to understand. The Aglarufa itself, at what point does it become a surf to have any benefit from it? So, I heard once uh, when it becomes a sur and I forgot. And my friends are inclined to say, When it goes down to that hard valley, 
that's when it becomes asur. So now, So if that's the case, and you can always say the same way, when you buy it, when you actually take it, it's still not Asur, only when it's going down to the valley, that point it becomes Asur. We'll say, when you buy them, they're not Asur. It's only when you're going down to the Mitzvah, they should be Asur. What are you comparing? By the Agla Rufa, the Torah tells us where to take it and do it, so we understand that this is the uh, that this is the boundary for the uh, for the mitzvah. However, by the birds of Mitzvah, is there another place? Meaning, wherever you bite, that's where you do it. You don't have to go into a certain place to do it. It's not one of those things you do in the Beit Hamikdash. Not one of those things that you do in a valley. No, you do it wherever you bought it. But eti ve Rabbi Yochanan Resh Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan is a question at Resh Lakish. We learned it's a midrash on Vayikrat in Sifri. It says, Kol tzipor tehora tochelu. All tahor birds you can eat. Kol is lerabot hamshulahat. It's coming to say you're allowed to enjoy, you're allowed to have benefit, you're allowed to eat the bird that flew away from the Mitzorah. And this is what you're not allowed to. And when it says the word asher is lerabot tashhuta, the word asher is coming to tell me that if a bir- if one of the birds of the mitzvah was slaughtered, it's asur. Now isal If it was asur before before it, it was slaughtered, do I even have to bring up after slaughtering? So it can't be like you or like Yeshu held that when it, when you bought it, it's already a sword. Then I don't need the pasuk to just give it, explain it to me again. So he, so Rish Lakish would answer no. I would have thought I would have thought that this would be like kodashim. That some kodashim, you know, while it's still alive, it's asur, you don't have any benefit. But once you slaughter it, it becomes kasher to eat. Kamash mala, that's why the Pasuk is telling me it's Asur. So Rabbi Hanan asks again, this time from a Braita Etive. It says in Masechet Negaim, if Shehata, if someone slaughtered the bird of the Mitzvah, let's say it, it was sick, there was something wrong with it, and you can't use that to be Metahera Mitzvah. Yikah just bring one more bird. You don't need to bring two birds, just bring one more bird to couple it with the one that's alive. And the first one, you're allowed to have benefit from it. And we're understanding that it was slaughtered incorrectly, and that's how it became a pasul. It, that's how it becomes no good. And the other one is mutar, because it wasn't slaughtered yet. You see, it's the slaughtering that makes it asur or mutar. If you want to say it's asur already from while it was still alive, once it's been taken, when it was bought, why is the first one mutar It was always asur. Meaning maybe when they bought it, it was good and became sick afterwards with the slaughtering. So Ahmad Rishlakish responds, no, what are we talking about? We said, it was sick in the inside. Uh, it wasn't just a, uh, the, the shahita was wrong. It was, maybe the stomach was wrong. The lung was no good. The leg was no good. There was never a kedusha on this bird at all. So, okay, here's another question Rabbi Yohanan has on Rishlakish. Okay, etive. We learned in the Tosefta 
if one slaughtered the the mitzorah bird not the right way shelo bezov without the hyssop plant vishelo bezov without the cedar wood vishelo bishnitolat without the red uh, rope all these are needed to purify a mitzorah and he didn't have it he just slaughtered the bird riyakov omer hoil asura Rabbi Yaakov, listen, this bird was set aside for the mitzvah of the mitzvah, so it's technically asur, even though you didn't do the mitzvah properly, but still it's asur, like it was designated for Kedusha. Rabbi Shimon, listen, you slaughtered it the wrong way, and therefore it's mutar, it's like no Kedusha on this thing. So now, the only difference between Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon is the Ela Morsava, Rabbi Yaakov, held Shaita if you slaughtered it not the right way, it still counts as a shaita and it's still asur. If the slaughtering was no good, it's not a slaughtering, therefore it's not asur. However, but according to everyone, while it's alive, it's not asur. Only after it was slaughtered, that's when it kicks in. So the grant ends off, you're right, it's a good question on Rish Lakish, and the, the, the answer is Tana'ehi. It's a mahloket Tana'im, if it's a sur when it's alive or not. Tana Deber Bishmael, Neymar Machshirum Chaper Bifnim, Neymar Machshirum Chaper Bahut. It says that what enables a person to be able to eat Kadashim about the Korbanot that are done inside, it talks, it says Kapara about Korbanot inside, and it also says Neymar Machshirum Chaper Bahut. It says Machshir. Things that machshir a person, able person to go into the regular mahane of Israel, the birds of the Mitzvah, and says kapara by la'arufa. These two are done outside. So it says machshirum chaper in regards to korbanot inside and outside. Ma machshirum chaper amur bifnim. The same way the machshir and the mechaper that are that are talked about inside the Beit Hamikdash, asabu machshir kim chaper. They have the same rules and they're both asur b'hanaa. Af machshirum chaper amur b'chot. Same thing with the uh, and the mechaper that we do outside the Aglarofan Tzipurim Mitzvah, Asabo Machshir Kim Chaper, the enabler is like the atoner, and they're both Asur Behana'ah. So you have a Braita here of Rabbi Shemael that it's Asur while it's still alive, and Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon argue, they hold that it's already, it's only Mishach Hita, whenever it was slaughtered, that's when it becomes Asur, and Ashlakish. Holds like the one who, hold, who says it's like the Tanah of Ishmael, and Rabbi Yochanan holds like Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yaakov. Gufa, let's go back to something we learned in the Sifri. We said, Kol Sipor Tehorato Chelu, when it says Kol, it's coming to add that you're even allowed to eat the, the Sipor of the Mitzvah that's supposed to be sent. Asher lo and this is where you're not allowed to eat. When it says the word Asher, it's Lerabot Tashahuta. It's coming to tell you that you're not allowed to eat even if it was slaughtered. Why don't we say the opposite? From Vize Asher Lotechelu Mehem, you learn the one that was sent away. And from Kotsi Porteora, you learn that if it was slaughtered, you are allowed to eat. So Amar Bihanabishum Ribishim on Ben Yohai, Lomatsinu Baale Hayim Shasurin. We never found kosher living animals that are Asur for, for forever. Now the Gemara right away doesn't understand what, what that means because Matkifla Rav Shmuel Baravitz Hak. Velo, we don't have kosher living animals that are so forever. Hare mukte, something that was set aside for Avodah Zarah. Vene'ibad, or an animal that 
people bow down to it as if it's a Avodah Zarah. They're kosher living animals and they're asur forever. So the Gemara explains. No, that's only when it's a sword to give us a korban, but it's mutar for regular people. And same thing with the korban that's going to be sent, the, the bird that's going to be sent. It's muteret, just not for a korban. But Matkifla Rabirmiya has a question. Hare Robea, an animal that was with a woman. Vinirba Baidim. Or an animal where a man was with an animal and there was an idea watching this. They're kosher living animals. And no one's allowed to have any benefit from them because they're supposed to be stoned. So, this is what we meant. The majority of kosher animals that are living are not asur. And therefore, we'd rather say, when we say kol, we're really talking about uh, the majority of animals. And by the majority, they're not asur, and actually they're mutan. Therefore, we want to say that the bird that we're sending away is still alive is muteret, and the one that has been slaughtered, that's the one that's asur from here on out. Now, the Gemara brings another explanation. Why don't we say the opposite? That the one that's being sent away is asur. You have to send that bird to the field somewhere. It has to be kesade, like the field. Masade muteret. The same way a field is mutar behana. Afha inami muteret. So too, this bird that's being sent away. It's also mutar. The Gemara says, Hai sade lehachihudata. You tell me that the word sade is coming to just tell me that the bird is says to be mutar. I thought the word Sadeh is coming to teach me something else. We're talking about a situation where you can't stand in Yafo, which is by the by the ocean, just throw it uh, to the to the ocean. You can't stand by uh, the city of Gevat and send this bird to the desert. On the other hand, you can't stand outside the city and throw this bird into the city. You have to stand in a normal city and send it outside the, the city walls into the into a open place like a field. So I need the, the word sadeh for that, not to tell me that it's muta like a sadeh. Veidach and the Berab Ishmael Tanau said that Al Pene Sadeh has to be muta. What's he going to do with this? He'll tell you, it should just say the word Sadeh without the hey in the beginning. My Hasadeh. They come and tell me two things. Number one, it has to be a place where you're allowed to have benefit, and you, you could have benefit from it once it got sent, like the field. And number two, you got to send it into a field. And not a desert, not an ocean. Rabba Amar lo amra Torah shalach letakala. Rabba doesn't go, doesn't need any drasha. He just to him, it's just simple logic. The reason we're saying that the bird that's being sent away is mutar to eat, because we don't want you to send it, and then someone can eat something that's kodesh and it's going to be a stumbling block where someone did the avera because of you. We don't want that. We want it just to go free, and then when someone catches it, at some point, it's going to be mutar to eat. I don't have to worry about every single bird that I find. Maybe it's just uh, this, maybe it's that, maybe you know, it's just mutar. Next, we learned that if a person is Mekadesh, a woman with the hair of a Nazir, Bissar Nazir, uh, she's not Mekadesh. How do we know that you're not allowed to have any benefit from the Nazir's hair? The Amar Kera Kadosh Yegadel Perasar Rosho. Gidulo ye kadosh. The hair, whatever grew, is going to be kadosh, no benefit. 
Maybe listen, same thing with Kodesh that you could redeem uh, against money. You could transfer the Kedushat to money and then the, the item goes out to Hulin. So maybe the same thing with the hair. I could transfer the Kedushat of the hair onto money. The Kodesh. It doesn't say Kodesh. That should be like something that is Kodesh. It's Kadosh Karinen. It's something that is Kadosh, something that in itself is Kadosh. It's not something that you made Kadosh. In itself is Kadosh, and you cannot transfer the Kedushat to something else. Next, if a person is Mekadesh Bepeter Hamor, with the firstborn donkey, which is supposed to go to the Kohen, or you're supposed to redeem it, a woman is not Mekodesh with it. So, Nehmatnitin, Delok Rabbi Shimon. It sounds like our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Shimon, who says you're allowed to have benefit from this, uh, from this donkey. Tanya Peter Hamor Asurban Adiv Rabbi Uda. Rabbi Shimon, Matir, he allows you to have benefit. Amar Av Nahman, Amar Ababar Abuha. No, our Mishnah is talking about Le'ahara Arifa Vedivrea Kol. Our Mishnah is talking about after. They broke the neck. If someone doesn't want to uh, redeem this uh, donkey, they break its neck. So if you give that broken neck donkey to the woman, she's not Mekudeshet. And that works according to everyone. You don't have any benefit from it. And they learn it's like la arifa arifa from aigla arufa. The same aigla arufa no benefit. Same thing over here with the donkey. Once it's been uh, the neck was broken, same thing, no benefit. Next, basar behalav. If someone was mekadesh, a woman with basar behalav, any mixture of meat and milk, she's not mekudesh because you're not allowed to have any benefit from meat and milk. Menalan, how do we know the Tana they better be shmael. It says in the Torah three times you're not allowed to cook a kid goat in its mother's milk. One day not eat it. benefit. just cook it. So number two, no benefit. That's why you can't give it to a woman to be mekadesh. And our Mishnah mitnitin the lokaitan. It's not like the following Tanah the Tanya. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer basar bechalav asur bechilam mutar about meat and milk, you're not allowed to eat, but you're allowed to have benefits. And then it says, And then it says, in regards to uh, meat that's not kosher, you should be kadosh to me. Now it says, Am kadosh by and it says, by anshe kodesh. The same way by terefa. You're not allowed to eat, but you're allowed to have a benefit. Afghan, same thing by Basabi Halab, that it's Asur Bahilam, Mutabana, no eating, but yes, benefit. So Amishnah is not like the Serbishimon ben Yehuda. Next, the Hulin Shinishatu Bazara, if there's Hulin that was slaughtered in the Azara, and then you took that and you were Mekadesh, a woman with a piece of steak, she's not Mekudeshet. Menahanemile, how do we know that Hulin that was slaughtered in the Azara? Is you not allowed to have any benefit? Amar Biyohanan Mishum Rabbi Meir Amra Torah Shehot Li Besheli. The Torah said, "I want you to slaughter my things, the korbanot, in my area." Veshelcha, Veshelcha, and your things, things that are holy, they're not kadosh, in your area. Masheli Besheli, so the same way you not slaughter korbanot outside, what belongs to Hashem, you not slaughter outside. Same thing, whatever belongs to you, I don't want it to be slaughtered in my area, and otherwise it would be a sur, no benefit. So, if that's what we're comparing, 
אמא שלי בשלך, אנוש כרת, אב שלך בשלי, אנוש כרת. Maybe the same way that if someone slaughters korbanot outside, he gets כרת. Maybe if he slaughtered חולין inside, also gets כרת. אמר כרה, that's why the פסוק says, ואל פתח אוהל מועד לא הביאו להקריב קורבן להשם, ונחרט. על קורבן, אנוש כרת, if you slaughter a קורבן outside, you get כרת. על חולין שנשחטו בעזרה, אין אנוש כרת. But if you slaughter חולין in the עזרה, you don't get כרת. But the Gemara asks, "Ikal mifach, but you could knock out that kal v'chomer because ma'ale sheli b'shulcha sheken anush karet." There's a difference. Maybe we knock the whole comparison because listen, if you slaughter a korban outside, Hashem's outside, you get karet, and that's why it's asur b'hanaah. But when slaughtering a chulin in the azar, you don't get karet, so maybe it should be mutar b'hanaah. אלא אמר אביה, מהאחר רדר אביה learns the איסור of הנאב, החולין, וסלורי נעזרה, he learns it from the different area. It says, ושחטו, פתח על מועד, it says, ושחט אותו לפני על מועד, and then it says, ושחט אותו לפני על מועד, so you have three פסוקים, ושחטו, ושחט אותו, ושחט אותו. תלתה כראה יתרה. You have three extra פסוקים to tell me that you have the slaughtered in the Azara. Matamud Lomar, why do you need this? Lefishinemar, kirhak mimecha makom. It says, if the place where Hashem chooses to put his Shekhinami, Beit HaMikdash, or the Mishkan is too far, okay, then slaughter, v'zevachta, slaughter from your animals by your area. Meaning, when Bnei Israel were in the desert, they were only allowed to slaughter a korban. If someone was hungry and he was in the mood for a steak, you would have to give a korban. But once they got here to Israel, okay, you could slaughter in your backyard. You're only allowed to slaughter if you're far away from the Beit HaMikdash. You're allowed to slaughter in your backyard, regular meat. And you know that it's slaughter in the Azara, Prat Lecholin, Shaloi Shachatu Be'Azara. It's coming to exclude cases of Cholin, you know, slaughter in the Azara. Okay, the Brayta explains, Ve'en li ela temimim haru'yim li karev. And that's only if it's perfect, no blemish, that you could give a korban. Minayin lirabot ba'alei mumin. How do we know that even if it has wounds, that you can't give it as a korban, that still you know that it slaughtered them in the Azara. I'm adding the, these animals with wounds, because they're a type of animal that are kosher to give us a korban. Okay, how do we know what about wild animals, uh, deer and things like that? How do we know now slaughter Because they have the same rules as a behemah, a domesticated animal that you have to slaughter. What about the birds? If a person wants chicken, how do I know now the shechta chicken in the azara? Tamud lomar ushato v'shato to v'shato to three times. One to tell me animals with with wounds. Number two is wild animals, the haya. Number three, the birds. All three, you know, you're not allowed to slaughter in the azara. Yachol lo yishot ve'im shechat yemutar. Maybe you're not allowed to slaughter. Okay, but if you did, maybe you're allowed to eat it. That's why the Pasuk says, you know, if it's far away, you'll slaughter and eat it in your area. Whatever you're allowed to slaughter outside the Beit HaMikdash area, you're allowed to eat. 
and you're not allowed to eat what you slaughter in a close place, meaning in the Beit HaMikdash. Prat l'cholin shishatu ba'azara, it's coming to exclude cholin that was slaughtered in the azara, that you're not allowed to eat, even the abad. Ve'en li'ela temimim, and that's only if it's complete animals without wounds. Because haruim li'karev, they're supposed to be given as korbanot, maybe the pasuk was talking about them. Minayin li'rabot ba'alemumim, how do you know even if it has wounds, they're not allowed to eat if they were slaughtered in the azara, even the abad not allowed to eat them. Because they're a type of animal that uh, that you give as a korban. Okay, just because it has a cut on the eye doesn't make it an animal that you don't give. So therefore, I'm just going to say you're not out of benefit and you can't eat it either. How do we know wild animals? Because it gets slaughtered like a domesticated animal. Okay, what about birds? You have three times it says the word One to tell me that you're not allowed to slaughter animals with wounds in the Azara. Number two is the wild animal. Number three are the birds. Maybe you can't slaughter and if you slaughtered them, you're not allowed to eat it. However, maybe a shlichen will finna kavim. Okay, if you're not allowed to eat it, it's not kosher. Maybe I could give it to a dog and because it's mutar bana'ah. Tamud lomar, that's why it says lakelev tashlichun oto only whatever was slaughtered outside, you can give to a dog. You cannot you cannot send to the dog that was slaughtered in the azara because once it entered there, it's asur behana. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen.